Welcome, welcome to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis, where every day I aim to bring you the latest in UFO reports and other fascinating stories from around the globe. Today is Friday, February 16th, 2018, and also on Fridays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Join me for my talk show, The Outlander, where I answer your emails, take your calls, and interview some intriguing guests. Just go to HeidiHollis.com for more information and IRNChat.com to chat, interact, and listen live to The Outlander Show. Blasting off with some UFO reports. This is um, going to be a good one, I think. I don't know why. <laughs> I just have a feeling. Black Triangle sighting in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This occurred January 4th, 2018, post-Super Bowl festivities. White glowing triangle seen very briefly. Center City Philly Super Bowl festivities. Witnessed a clear white triangle moving too slowly across the sky in the vicinity of a helicopter. Was walking with friends and too embarrassed embarrassed to stop and say anything. Why would you be embarrassed? It's a UFO. It vanished. In a moment, it had silver corners, then a clear everything else, except maybe the center was just a little bit from being fuller and fully clear, okay, for the five to eight seconds that I saw it. I was walking in Center City after the game. Number two, I noticed it because it was looking at a helicopter. Number three, I thought it was a plane but it didn't look like or behave like the planes I see normally at night. This was really slow. Number four, I saw three points of light forming a large triangle. It was helicopter size at least, but I could not gauge how close to the helicopter. There seemed to be lines connecting the whole shape into a triangle. It wasn't like the three points were separate and brighter. They just stood out because it was a triangle. Number five, I was frustrated that I could not get a photo. I wanted to confirm that it wasn't a plane. And finally, number six, I looked away for a moment, then looked back, and it was gone. It really could have been anything, but I just haven't seen anything like that and what I saw moving at that speed before. Shakes up the person's world, let me tell you. All right, moving on. Number two. UFO sighting in Hot Springs, Arkansas, or Arkansas. This occurred December 23rd, 2017. Was it my sister home and now in my place? I, I really bad. I don't know. I don't understand how people write this stuff. But anyways, just reread it. All right. I was at my sister's home for the Christmas holidays, and I was doing her hair and felt something under her love seat at first. I thought it was a rat or something. Then the network night, I felt something. I don't know why they put network night. What is that? I felt something in the bed, but I did not see anything. So I kept feeling it like ice, sometimes then like a rat or snake. So I came home the next night. I got home. It started again. It keeps up different noises. Please help me. What? What What is this? This is a... Writing a poltergeist to a UFO reporting site? What is that? I, I don't get it. A rat? Such I'm 
Okay, skipping, skipping, moving on, moving on. We're going to move on. <laughs> it's just, I don't edit this stuff. I always say it. I would just try to make sense as I'm reading it because people just, they're trying to text, I guess. I don't know. But, I mean, gosh, auto correction would fix some of this stuff. But I, I swear, they're just inventing words that make no sense. Okay, here we go. Black Triangle sighting in Menlo Park. California. Ooh, big time UFO blast from the past. This occurred August 15th, 1978. Prism shape with two globes on each end and on two sides, large vent on one side. Hmm. It was summer, full moon. I was sleeping with the window open and awoke 3 a.m. Looked out the window and saw it in the northwest distance, a tiny red light. I asked myself, what was that? whereby it immediately grew and was hovering outside making a humming sound. I got out of bed and looked out the window. It was about the size of a bus and was churning, rotating, buzzing. Also seemed to be in distress as though there were objects tumbling inside it. My thought at the time was, I hope they were all right. <laughs> I knew it was an alien craft because behind the red domes, there seemed to be humanoid beings. As an artist, I drew the craft, which at the time made me recall seeing it in the distance when I was seven years old on my way to camp in Pennsylvania. From my seat inside the train, the craft was low and rose to just about five to six feet above the roofs of neighboring buildings as it drifted away in a northeast direction. In 1991-92, I received an implant on my right leg above my ankle, circular ocular, while living in Brooklyn. I knew it was an implant, which I surmise was inserted for communication and subsequently asked a telepathic question. And they asked, or he asked, what is your name? Answer, Enon. I asked again, what does it mean? Bright star. As an artist, I naturally created a cartoon called Enon <laughs> to honor he, she. The voice was soft, gentle, feminine, yet masculine. I have incorporated two illustrations of the craft into various artwork after that event in natural surroundings, not urban. The pyramid illustration was a penile gland vision, which was inviting me to enter as similar to a virtual reality dimension. I declined. More to tell, i.e. penile gland visions, a new implant on my left leg three weeks ago, also on a full moon, etc., which I have included with this document. Robert, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna have a look, and um, we'll, we'll see if I can um, uh, surmise what they're trying to express. And oh, of course, oh, yeah. See that? Whenever I'm like really excited to check something out, guess what? No pictures are available. Now, who took that down? Who's in charge of this again? Who has access to this stuff? So many times. So many times. That's, this is the case. Not fair, Mufon. Mm -mm, no. If you want to be public, go all the way public. Was it just too good? Mm? Was it? I've heard that argument. Okay, never mind. Moving on. UFO sighting in Prineville, Oregon. This occurred January 21st, 2018. Blue-green large glowing sphere falling diagonally through the sky. Wow. 
Almost got through that without a misspelling in there, huh? That's kind of cool. Driving south down Davis Loop late at night near the turnoff for Kyle Road. I... <laughs> this is so funny. This, you know, like Whitney Houston, it's spelled like that. I witnessed... <laughs> Oh, boy. Did people just turn off their spell check? I don't know. A blue-green orb that was very large in diameter and falling diagonally through the sky. It was, we just never see it spelled that way. It was much larger and fell slower than a shooting star, and the light disappeared before it reached the ground. It was also far enough away that it may have landed in Prineville Reservoir or the area around it. I, I'm sorry to make fun, but, you know, sometimes. I mean, sometimes. What am I talking about? 90% of these are full of so many spelling errors. I don't know how I'm making any sense of them. And if you are not either, for you have company. All right, here we go. UFO sighting in St. Louis, Missouri. This occurred January 1st, 2018. Every night we see these four to five lights close to Orion. They bounce around the sky all night. For the past three months, we have been noticing these planet-sized lights in the night sky. I have filmed them and taken photos in the filming. I have a Canon T5i. They appear to be white and blue and will disappear in my viewfinder and then come back in. In my photos, when I zoom them in, I see huge planet-like spheres. Just recently, they have increased in number. At first, we saw two to three, and now we see them in the west and also in the east. The first time was when we were walking our dogs, and after seeing that, they were not just bright stars, and that they moved around, we paid more attention to them. At times, it appears to be three separate lights. They seem to stay in the sky all night, and only when it gets light do we lose sight of them. Pretty cool. Alright, this next one. UFO sighting in Southampton, England. February 4th, 2018, line of four bright lights, which was joined by another after 30 minutes, was not a star or aircraft. Lights did not blink. Line of stars, <laughs> line of four lights, <laughs> close together so that they appear as a short line in the photo, much brighter than stars. The lights were mainly white in color, but also had a green or blue tinge. They did not move over the hour they were observed. They were at 45 degrees from the horizon I observed until I needed to go to bed. After observing for 40 minutes, another set of lights were observed, which were closer to the horizon and somewhat dimmer. I took photo with my phone, but it does not show the lights as points, but as a smear. Well, that won't be interesting to look at. All right. Now, next UFO sighting. Uh, wow, this happened in Port St. Lucie, Florida. This occurred February 4th, 2018. And brief, the witness states, I observed a black hollowed out rectangular object flying south to the southwest slowly and then faster than a balloon. And after passing a tree line, it suddenly disappeared. In slight more detail, I was in my backyard having coffee on a patio and saw the floating object, rectangular shaped, black, and hollowed out. It flew in a straight path for about 10 minutes and suddenly 
disappeared after passing a tree line in my view. That is all they put. I'm not kidding you. All right. Ooh, this next one is an alien encounter in China Grove, North Carolina. This occurred March 31st, 2007. Multiple accounts of seeing grays in my room in multiple homes as well. And then they put, hello, my name is Ryan. First off, just want to say I never looked into aliens or researched them or anything like that until these events happened to me. I would also like to add I'm only doing this so that someone can help me understand more of what happened as I can't talk to family or friends about this. That is so typical and a crying shame. Shoot ticks me off anyway no one believes me I'm hoping to get some info on regression therapy from someone who is local to me okay so roughly 10 years ago I was sleeping in my bed next to my girlfriend at the time we were living with her mother her house was right at the edge of the woods and just following that was open what used to have been cornfields okay we weren't in the country by now means, huh? I don't know. Just where our house was just happened to be right on farmland. I can get GPS coordinates if you'd like. Our bedroom had one window and it was facing the trees and field. As I lay sleeping, I sort of woke up and see a couple of light balls come through the window and into the room. Oh, I've seen such things. I don't remember being scared or anything. The rest plays out like scenes or transitions, though next thing I see is the lights are gone. And I see three beings in my room. Two small ones and one bigger. All were small, though, and two, maybe three to five feet, or three and a half feet, sorry, and one, maybe four and a half feet. I remember not being able to move. One was standing in front of the TV. Well, you should have told him to move so you could see the TV. And remember, it was almost transparent as I can see through them. Almost like 50% transparency. The other was standing by girlfriend. Then I remember one on top of me. I couldn't tell if it was straddling me or not, but I was lying down, so I assume so. I was in complete fear no words can describe it. Oh, you're seeing something out of a horror movie, of course. I tried my best to wake my girlfriend, but she wouldn't move. The one on top of me got inches from my face, and its eyes alone paralyzed me. They don't know personal space, just so you guys know. The next thing I remember is waking up at 6 a.m. being really thirsty. I have had three other similar times of this happening as well in different locations. I never remember being on a craft though. This just takes place in my room. But from research, I've read that 99% sure I was taken from my room. That's the answers I'm hoping to get. Sorry for the grammar. I'm at work now doing this quickly on my phone. Like I said, it's happened a couple more times that I recall. Like once a couple years, uh, most were similar to the above, but did have one that was really different. If you'd like, I can tell that one. And if you need me to get in front of a laptop and take more time to write out better, I can. I would really like to speak on the phone or personally with someone. This has changed my life forever. Just want to be heard and get some answers. Call anytime. I will also work on drawing some pictures. Gosh, can't you just hear the pain? And there's something that's being avoided to be addressed in that email that I've 
I've heard so many times over the years, um, guys also get raped by these beings, not just the women, but the men do too. And it's, it's something that, uh, you know, I, I've, I've known people for years and didn't know that that was uh, part of their reality. It's, it's not something you want to really discuss. I mean, wow, it's, it's wild to say alien first off is coming into your home and then to say, well, he said he straddled him. And, uh, but then to think about having something collected from you and, uh, it's just, just not right. Just not right at all. So I wish that, uh, some of these people that I'm reading their stories off from would reach out, um, because I would honestly try to do my best to give them some advice on this stuff. Um, I am not a psychic, a seer or anything like that, but I have been doing this for a long time and have had great success in helping people figure this stuff out and uh yeah move forward right that's what life is about got to get over these things and get rid of things that don't vibe right in your life all righty moving on to ufo sighting in florida as some floridians say florida right florida (laughs) this occurred february 5th 2018 one flips around and changes color and shape like diamond or other cigar shape. This witness can begin saying, I've been abducted several times. I've asked for help several times. I have pictures and videos of the aliens and UFOs. Also, several people in the hospital saw the aliens. I need help ASAP. The UFO is outside my house right now. It has followed me every day for over two years. I have implants, what is this? Scar marks and burn marks to prove it. Please help me. Please call me. I can't check my email. Wow. I can text my pics and videos. Thank you. Another one. Just just desperation. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Apparently, they've just written several times and they're not getting any feedback. Oh. My show, The Outlander, I take phone calls all the time. Just, it's open call and if you're experiencing something you just feel free to write me through my main site HeidiHollis.com I'm all about helping so all right here we go UFO sighting in Rockville Maryland this occurred September 20th 2017 a few seconds then projected oh boy I think they <laughs> they warp hole warp not wormhole but warp hole I was on a bus looking out the sky through a window, and I saw a UFO. I stood still, staring at it for a few seconds, astonished. Then it projected a warp hole and warped through it. Wow. That's a crazy one. Wow. Okay. Black Triangle sighting in New Braunfels, Texas. This occurred February 5th, 2018. A very large white triangular aircraft then seen descending rapidly at low altitude. At 3.45 p.m., February 5th, 2018, in a new Braunfels, Texas, I was driving south on Loop 337 toward I-35 when I saw a very large, white, triangular-shaped aircraft descending toward the horizon. The aircraft appeared so large it seemed out of proportion to its surroundings. Wow. Millennium Falcon came down for a visit. I don't know. (laughs) The shape... (laughs) 
the shape was unfamiliar, more like a right triangle than a traditional aircraft. I saw no visible wings. The aircraft was descending rapidly, moving east to southeast. There is no nearby airport in that direction that I know of, and the rapid descent, as well as the large size and strange appearance, startled and concerned me. It did not look or behave at all like the usual planes in the area. The aircraft was in sight approximately three seconds and was still descending when the tree line on the crest of a hill blocked it from my view. Can you imagine seeing that thing? And you're like, we're under attack. I mean, I saw this in a Will Smith movie, for crying out loud. And you can't relate it to anybody. Imagine seeing that. Imagine that. And our government sits there tight-lipped while we're going, dude, I saw this huge craft. I thought it was going to town to blow up the city. It was huge. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you must be just smoking something funny. Oh, come on. It's just so ridiculous. Oh, this angers me. Okay, moving on. UFO sighting in Garrettsville, Ohio. A slight UFO blast from the past, but, well, this occurred October 23rd, 2011. This photo was taken by my dad at Nelson Ledges State Park in Ohio on October 23rd, 2011. He was fishing and decided to take a couple pictures for memories. He realized later on while looking at the pictures, noticed this odd looking object. He says that when he, and then it's missing. Uh, okay. All right. They're continuing down here. Okay. Let me see where they, he says that when he was shooting the pictures, he didn't notice anything strange. My guess is whatever it was had to be moving really fast and was caught on film at the right moment. All right, so I'm clicking over to see this because we'll see if they include it. If it's too good, you know, it isn't going to be available, right? Okay, so let's see. Oh, look, it's here. All right, I'm going to take a gander. I'm going to take a gander. There's four of them, so I don't know. I'm just going to randomly click a clickaroo. Whoa! <laughs> what? Are you serious? This is... This is a really clear photograph, guys. Wow. It was the first one I clicked on. That is amazing. I can't imagine what the next ones look like. Okay, so... <laughs> I mean, come on. That was just... That was a good one. Okay, I won't click through the others because we got to finish reading this stuff off, don't I? Yeah, I've got... Um, I got a paranormal point of a story for you, boys and girls. We will go... Right along to it here. All right. This one, whoo, this seems to be a bit of a long one. Let's hope I can squeeze it in. I'm going to read it fast. It's called Miasma. And this is written by someone named Kevin. When I was around 26 years old, I used to live on my own in a very small studio apartment just outside my hometown. It was a rather dark period of my life and was just before I had to leave my place of employment to go on public assistance for my psychiatric conditions. To the compounded stress of both work, family, relationships, and social networking, my physical health and well-being began to decline. My living space became very disorganized and I started to isolate myself from friends and family. My sleep began to suffer. I am a member of the pagan community and have practiced various forms of traditional polytheism for more than 10 years of my life. Oh boy. <laughs> Though I was and still am a deeply spiritual person and have had amazingly powerful positive experiences. 
At this period of my life, my previous commitments to devotional polytheistic practice had began to fall away and were replaced by feelings of complete despair and confusion. Initially, my experiences started as a feeling of great uneasiness that would not only keep me tossing and turning in bed at night, but began to wake me up from a dead sleep, and I would try desperately to fall back to sleep. Days and weeks would go by, and each time I had an experience, it would become even worse than before. As the feeling of uneasiness would increase, I began to notice strange noises and sensations. Initially, I wrote them off as being the sounds of my cheap air conditioning unit above my apartment window and the poor insulation in the walls around me. But eventually, it became too intense to ignore, like clockwork. I would wake up in the middle of the night, and I would feel an ominous presence in my apartment with a faint rumbling noise that I couldn't make out. As these experiences became more frequent and the feeling more intense, I began to have disturbing nightmares before I would awake and from deep sleep. I would always be in a dark and desolate places and I always involved me dying in freak accidents or traumatic events. One night I had an intense dream of driving around in a desolated city in the middle of the city and I lost control of my vehicle. After I crashed into a large tree and my vision within the dream started to fade, I heard what sounded like small children laughing at me. I woke up completely startled and barely got even a few hours of sleep that night. A few nights later, I remember waking up from a dead sleep and had the immediate awareness that I was still asleep. I had complete awareness in my bedroom, but could sense that I was still in bed. Around the corner from the wall bed I was sleeping on was my kitchen, which is tucked away in a little alcove. During this experience, I could sense that there was something moving around, so I attempted to leave my bed. All I could manage was pushing myself with all my might directly onto the floor between my bed and the kitchen. A few moments later, small feet, tall black figures, ran past me towards the front door, and the last one stopped right in front of me while I was on the floor. I heard the sound of devilish cackling, and I immediately woke up back on my bed. Several weeks went by without incident, so I cleaned up my apartment and tried my best to repair my poor sleep and hygiene habits. My life continued to be stressful, however, and I always had the fear of what else might happen lingering in the back of my mind. For several more days, I would wake up in a complete sleep paralysis, and what was once a subtle, ominous presence with barely audible noises soon became a dominant, malevolent presence with a hellish sounding growl. Oof. Eventually, this presence began to manifest and I would be stuck in a sleep paralysis with the silhouette of a tall and featureless figure hanging at the edge of my bed. Each night, if it would get closer and closer to the point that I had several nights in a single week where this figure would be lying next to me in bed while I was experiencing my sleep paralysis. At this point, I began to become more proactive, and in addition to meditating regularly, I started to engage more with my existing spiritual practices, however modestly. Things began to die down for a while, but I knew that until I was able to fix this issue, that things would continue. I started to research related sleep paralysis phenomenon, and what particularly stuck out to me was the common experience throughout most ancient cultures of a malevolent spirit that would latch itself onto a vulnerable victim and try to drain them of their health and happiness. It became clear to me that in similar manner to the ancient Greek concept of my, myosima, 
I had drawn this negative spirit to myself because of my poor physical and emotional health. After spending a few more days improving my situation as best as I could, I still felt uneasy in my own apartment, so I decided to spend the night with some close friends. They were renting a home together and had offered me a couch to sleep on over the weekend. After having a long discussion about my experiences and hearing their own personal interpretations, I ended up falling asleep. Not long after, I remember waking up in a sleep paralysis, seeing the very dark inside of their strange living room. What I saw, heard, and felt next is something that I will never forget. As long as I live, standing in the middle of the living room in front of the couch I was sleeping on was an elongated figure. It was about seven feet tall with long arms and spindly, dagger-like fingers. Though its shoulders were wide, its frame was gaunt, and its entire body was covered with grayish-brown skin that looked like decaying flesh. Ew. Its eyes were deep black caverns, and its mouth was a gaping maw of pure darkness. After a few moments, it rushed over to where I was lying and crouched itself directly over me, making the loudest and most intense guttural growl I have ever heard. As I was being pinned to the couch, a feeling of complete disgust and anger washed over me. I was tired of being afraid and confused, and I knew that it was time for me to get rid of this spirit that I had attracted through my miasma. My mind immediately went to the gods and goddesses that were most sacred to me at the time, and I thought of them as a combined force of power and authority. I gathered all of my strength that I could and finally managed to speak what I wanted to say to this creature. I looked at the malevolent spirit in its face, and in a strong voice I said, In the name of the highest gods, leave. Wow. Uh, in an instant I woke from my final sleep paralysis. The presence was completely banished from my life as if it had never existed in the first place. It felt as if 50 pounds had been lifted from my chest and I was finally able to breathe again after nearly six months of horrific nightmares and sleep paralysis. I have never had this issue again and have become even more devoted to my spiritual practices, though my positive spiritual experiences have helped me focus and find meaning. This, this experience helped me to understand the value of emotional and physical health to one's spiritual well-being. On several occasions since then, I've had opportunities to not only share this experience with others who are willing to listen, but to even help others through their sleep paralysis experiences. If there are any piece of wisdom that I can give you, it is not only to take care of yourself, but to realize that when necessary, the most powerful force, forces against these negative forces are the things that are most meaningful and sacred to you. Genuine faith and trust are, oh, I don't know what they're saying here, anathema to the malevolent spirits, which may seek to harm you. Uh, you know what? I've been doing this for a long time myself, and you know what? Anything that is good and positive and of God that you throw at these things works. And, um, you know, a lot of people like to say, well, you know, this person is a, is paganistic and they're worshiping various gods and, and whatnot. But it's it's not something that I generally come across. But people who have different faiths, Muslim, uh, Jewish, who have different ways of going about their prayers, uh, you know, but they pray to the one God. And uh, when you bring up God, you know, that's love and light right there. And it helps to banish these things. I've not heard people being uh, successful with uh, paganistic multiple gods like this person. But you know what? What is positive to you to reflect and to dispel the things? Yes, but there are demons out there. That wasn't your mental health pinning you down. 
These things will break you down and make your mental health break down. Seriously. So that's just my two cents. All right. I have to tell you guys, thank you so much for listening to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis. And be sure to check out UFOHeadlineNews.com every single day. And I once again tune in to my other two shows, The Outlander on Fridays. I co-host on The Kevin Cook Show on Tuesdays. Both are at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, and see my paranormal comic strip, The Outlanders, at theoutlanderscomic.com. If you've experienced something out of the ordinary and want some level-headed advice, or if you've seen a UFO, feel free to reach out to me at uhn at inceptionradionetwork.com. Remember always to keep an open mind. You can stay informed. 